Hello there. It's me, Salem, your favorite character, of course. I would like to thank Hitokiri Chibi for the amazing artwork. I have been a long-time fan of Chibi's work and had her do all the artwork for, well, me, of course. As an Australian, I like to support homegrown Australian artists, and I get all my art commissions done by her. Check her out on her Twitch stream for some live art at twitch.tv slash Chibi. Look down in the podcast description for links. So, where did we leave off last time? I definitely remember designing the best trap in the world. I don't know if I've built it yet, though. We kind of left no. off as you guys heading back to town, so you can go to Bunnings. <laughs> yeah, Da-da-da-da-da! That's Bunnings. McDonald's! Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna well, <laughs> well, what's the Bunnings one, then? Instead of chain, it's onion yang train. Well, that's not memorable. Lowest prices are just the beginning. Ah, that I remember. It's a bop. Uh, I feel so like we're all sharing that. a single brain cell fabulous. right now. Yeah, we are. We're literally split this brain cell five. It's the bet going on about how many monsters. Oh, yes, the bet. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot about that. If there are two or more monsters in the river, Aaron buys Dom a pub lunch. If and, there is only, only... yep. Yeah. If there is only one monster in the river, I, Dom, buy Aaron a pub lunch. If there's a multi-headed creature, <laughs> the two losers have to buy Igor a pub lunch. Question yep. Who does the DM like more? I mean, I'm just running what's in the book as is. Yeah. I thought about changing it to make it funny, but... Nah. Ah, oh, fuck <laughs> you. A very large, dumb Hydra. That can summon another Hydra. Oh, that splits into multiple Hydras. Oh my god, no. So, you're all right. <laughs> you all have to buy it. Buy lunch. Instead, it goes through, like, four steaks. <laughs> that sounds like a good day to me. Uber Eats just rocks up his ass, just random foods. Yeah. I'll take it. Um, what else happened last time? Um, we had a vision of being on um, a ship called the Ultros, holding an Antikythera. Yep, the Antikythera device. Um, the boob zooka. The copper bowl brava does 2d6 fire damage. <laughs> That's not an actual thing yet. <laughs> Oh, someone discovered you can't hang a trap if there's nothing above them. <laughs> I like to think Minu was more just pulling everything out of a bag and being like, right, I've got this and I've got this and I've got this, and then the moment of realization hits. It just looks like I'm gonna hang it from. <laughs> oh, we had brunch with our new friend. Did. Yeah. It was a good brunch. Where we discovered discovered they don't have coffee but have ingredients for bloody marys <laughs> um grease while minu was setting up the trap i cast well sort of uh augury to know whether or not this will be a good idea or at least get some indication of how this will turn out for us and the answer you got is results may vary <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a success stop being negative uh, Mina Bay engages them in law of bimbo baggins. Okay, what the fuck am I doing? That's our question. It's also my question with my brain that 
just a puddle right now. Well, let's start with our trip to Buddings. I, th I think we have to swap maps, yeah? Sure do. Woo! Back to Astoria, and I need to grab him. Okay. There should be at least two bunnings in this size city. <laughs> Minu walks forward, leading the group with a sense of purpose. It's not that she does. And an air of determination. Yeah. Yeah. So spring in her step. Uh, Minu, quick question, darling. Yes. Do you know where you're going? <laughs> yes, to find Chain. I'm pretty sure there's nowhere around here that specifically states chain shop. I mean, it would like to start inquiring and looking for chain to chain for sale. So, uh, like a blacksmith or something. Yep. During your first walk through the city, when you first arrived, you remember seeing a large, what looks to be a smithy, in the center of town. Uh, yeah, I'll hit there. Near the center of town, it's a large building with fortified stone walls and a shingle roof. A sign hangs from the building's heavy, bronze-banded doors. It reads, Vulcan's Hall. Inside the hall, you are greeted by the warm glow of embers and blasts of hot air. The room is decorated with a variety of bronze armors, weapons, and farming tools. A weathered-looking dwarf works at an anvil near the blistering forge at the back of the hall. He wipes the sweat from his brow and greets you. All there. I'll be with you in a moment. Hello. No rush. And Minu will start inspecting uh, just the, the make of the various items just to uh, see what his craftsmanship is like. Salem will use this time to climb up and sort of sit on Puppet's shoulder. You know, that way, with his human familiar, he might be able to just stick his head behind Puppet's head and talk, and people think it was at least Puppet talking and not the cat. Let's freak them out. Jim and the other two are just kind of loitering by the entrance. Uh, Val is just looking around like, like, ooh, and he's like, dra dragging his claw across like a chain or some like armor or something, just be like feeling out the weird textures, like, ooh, interesting, I see, yes, hmm, and like looking around. <laughs> um, Pierre is just leaning against the doorway, just watching. And as all this is going on, the weathered old dwarf finishes up his work on what looks to be a plow, wipes the sweat from his brow with his meaty, hairy forearm as he shuffles his way over towards you lot. Oh there, thanks for waiting. I am Vulcan. How can I help? Pleased to meet you, Vulcan. Um, I'm looking to purchase approximately 50 feet worth of chain. Chain, you say? Now, why are we needing that much chain? Well, I am looking to construct a defensive measure against a, a formidable beast. Defensive measure? I, I suppose that could be of use in that regard. Uh, give me one moment. As he shovels off to a dark corner, as he yells out, Yo, come mind me. And a gangly teen, teenage boy just comes running like, Yes, sir. Now, let us see here. 
no, no, this one's too thin. This one's way too heavy. This one's brittle. Uh, ah, here we go. And you see him quite easily heft up a giant barrel that just sit clinks full of chains. As he just pulls it over his shoulder, walks back towards you and just plucks it right down with a very satisfyingly heavy thud. Ah, yes, this looks exactly like what I was looking for. Excellent. Vulcan would always provide. Fuck, I'm turning into Khajiit. <laughs> I need to have words if you have to have <laughs> I'm too tired to keep a voice. <laughs> so, the chain. Uh, what will that cost me? Uh, let's see. We carry the one. Uh, I reckon I could give it to you for about 10 gold. Done deal. Minu will pull out 10 gold. Um, and... Then uh, she'll just look around and purchase a couple other, like, hooks and other implements that could be used to um, uh, secure the chain to the various points that she wants uh, to secure it around the rock. Yeah, it'd probably cost you about another five gold total for all the bits and bobs you might need to do so. Okay, cool. Um, Wow. Yep. Oh, uh, just quickly. Are there weapons in the store or is it just armor and... Stuff. No, there are definitely weapons here as well. All bronze. Okay. And all of a wide variety. Mm-hmm. Um, when Minerve is finished with her purchases, Pira will walk up to. Is the dwarf's name Vulcan? Is that yep. weird? Okay. Yeah, she'll walk up to Vulcan and look down at him and um, just say, What do you know, beast in river? Oh, is that the beast you're after? Uh, Pira will nod. No. None of us here have seen it, but we know that it's aquatic. It does not necessarily need to breathe air, and none have lived to tell of what it is once casting eyes upon it. Great, because we might fight it. Um, Pyrrha will then pull out her glaive. Can you make this any better? Ah, now this. This is fine work from this. Yes, my father made it. Can you make it better? I should be able to. It might it will probably take a couple of hours. Um, Pira will turn to Minerve. Are you going to go set up trap now? Minu attempts to heft the barrel. With that, you could probably just about get it up. Knock it over and roll it. If you're holding it, that's more than enough. Okay, yeah. Minu will, with a bit of heaving and struggling, knock the barrel over and start rolling it uh, out the door. I asked you a question, Minerve. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry, about setting up the trap? You're doing it now? Uh, yes. Oh, I believe we have to acquire a cow as well, too, though. Do you think you can acquire a cow within the next two hours? I think so, probably. If I want to upgrade my glaive, because let's be real, I'm probably the one who has to go in and fight the fucking thing. Well, it's the morning, so we won't be putting the cow on the stake until this evening. So we've got plenty of time. Bet. Um, Pira will then put down her glaive and ask, how much will it cost to make this better? I could probably do it for about eight gold. Uh, Pira will look into her tiny little pouch on her belt and pull out a very dainty looking coin pouch. Go, uh, one, two, and she eventually, after like a couple of minutes, she gets out eight gold pieces and puts it down. There. Wonderful. 
look forward to your vastly improved weapon. I look forward to it too. Now, will the other two be needing any work done? As he looks towards Puppet and Thal. Thal taps his quarterstaff on the ground like, hmm, well, this hasn't failed me thus far. Not that I've needed to use it much, mind you, but uh, no, I think I should keep hold of it for now. I wouldn't. We can't leave ourselves totally defenseless now, can we? Uh, Puppet just looks down at his three-piece uh, pinstripe suit and just looks back up at Vulcan and just goes, uh, as he shakes his head. And uh, Salem just looks at his Alrighty then. If you have no other business, I shall get to work. Oh, actually, do you have um a piece of plate mail? Oh, yes. Those I have probably a full set lying about. Yes, I'd be interesting uh, interested in trying some on. Yes, trying on. That that should be fine. Hang on a second. Dior, gather up the plate. What are we, boss? After a couple of minutes of like banging and smashing around in the pack, this poor gangly teen comes out, just arms full of the random assortment of pieces of plate. Uh huh. Now, fitting, is it? Did you want the whole set, or were you just after a certain pieces? Um, I would like to try on a breastplate first. He manages to quite easily just pick out the breastplate, shaking off the others that were like entangled with it, quickly unclasp it and hands it over. Might get, be my guest. Uh, Minu will try it on. And how much would this cost? Just the plate, just the breastplate? Probably looking at 900 gold. Oh my, I might come back for that then. Most people have the same reaction. Don't worry. Um, it's at this point Puppet pulls out of the backpack the gold arrow and just holds it out. Oh. You, you've met Kyra. Uh. Is, is there anything in particular that you want or are you just going to grunt at me again? Uh, Salem... Putting, keeping his head behind Puppet's head, just like, how much you think this is worth? Give it to you then. Hands it over. He plops down a monocle over his eye and starts expecting it like a gem dealer would. Hmm, yes. Quite fine artistry. I could probably give you about 50 gold pieces for said arrow. I was thinking in the region of 75. Now, now, don't be greedy. This arrow is more of a ornamental piece than anything else. Of course, of course. Do I take it that you are looking to sell? I don't have any particular need for it. Alright then. Leo, get the gold purse! Uh, right away. Minna will also produce a golden arrow. I also have no need of this. Would you be looking to purchase more than one? I'd be happy to. Um, it's been a while since I've had one of Iris' pieces, let alone two. Ah, uh, Minna will also sell hers then. Yep, so you both managed to pocket 50 gold from this transaction. Um, with that, Puppet will nod. Uh, 
and then um, he'll walk outside the door and um, sound meow as they sort of just walk just outside the door. You just kind of hear a soft grunt as you walk away. Uh, Hero has no more business. We wanted to head off. Yeah. Back to ye old trap of the century. <laughs> yep. Oh. Pira, could you assist me with this? These chains are quite heavy. I guess. Uh, Pira will sling them over her shoulder. Did you have a chance to look at that schematic I sent the other day? <laughs> I did have a look at it. Um, did have a quick question of, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of tripwire at the bottom of each that wasn't in the schematic? Uh, yes, so there'd basically just be a tripwire attached to the bait or whatever that runs up the pole to the um, hooks at the top. Oh yeah, so remember that bait moves is when the trap triggers. Uh, yes. Alright, gotcha. So yeah. Uh, okay, do you need any sort of like craftsmanship rolls or? Um, you can give me a... We've got a sleight of hand. Do I get advantage because I've got Pira doing the heavy lifting? Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. So oh, no. Pira does her part of the work quite well, getting the chain at the top of the sacrificial pole and lugging it over to the corners. You, on the other hand, have a bit of struggle getting it to snap down quite the way you want it to. This damn triggering mechanism just isn't working how I wanted it to. That sounds like a you problem. I'll allow you to try once more, without advantage this time. Oh, fuck me. Alright. So, after a couple of quick tests, it does trigger and does fall down, but you're not quite sure how much force it's going to fall down with. Out of curiosity, can I retroactively use my inspiration and make one more roll? I really fucking want to do this one. You know what? Yes. Because if it still doesn't work with this roll, then it's oh just my meant to be. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude. Oh, just, oh. oh, well. I feel really bad. The game's like, no. That's fine. Well, like I said, it does somewhat work. It's just doesn't look overly strong. It's still going to be a heavy chain. You think this will hold? I'm not sure. It's not my best work, if I'm being honest. It's all been a bit rushed, and I've, I've never had the opportunity to test. It's all just a prototype. Don't push me, and Minu's clearly very flustered. What's a prototype? Oh, uh, it, it's an elven word. It means uh, first test. Um, Pyrrha speaks elvish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Minu gets even more flustered. I'm going to go fetch the cow. Is, but is Pyrrha smart enough to know this isn't some smaller dialect of Elvish? An 11 on intelligence check. It is slightly above average. Yeah, fair enough. Pyrrha will um, quirk an eyebrow as Minerva just gets flustered. <laughs> Mira just shrugs and is like, look, I'm just here to slash shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Heading back into town, are we, Minu? Yes, let's go fetch that cow and um, the... It's definitely been two hours with all Minu's, like, fucking... Yes. 
Uh, Thal, perhaps you'd like to uh, escort me to somewhere we could buy, I don't know, potions of not dying? Uh, that sounds rather helpful. Um, I dare say, though, we're going to have some trouble, I think, finding someone willing to part with a cow, given the, uh, ah, shall we say, less than stellar state of this city. Everyone seems to be clinging to what they have. These people aren't very happy. To be fair, we could just stick Minnow out there. I did propose that to begin with. I'm feeling less secure about it now. <laughs> but, um, maybe we can get, like, a runtly pig or something. As Pira jumps across the rocks to land back on the sand, she'll uh, look up at everyone and say, Again, Kaira could be option. Um, uh, I don't think so. Where are you? Oh, uh... <laughs> Hang on a sec. <laughs> she kind of just steps out from behind a bush. Oh, she pops out of the sand. Come on. Stop. Like a whack-a-mole. I, I imagine her with, like, doing the... Kind of just, like, brushes the leaves and twigs out of her hair. The fuck are you doing in the bush? It, it provided no shade for my riding. The humans are weird. Yes. And off to find a pig. Or a <laughs> goat, or cow, or donkey, or just... Livable, eatable thing. <laughs> a really big potato. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, Thal is happy to escort Salem to any kind of potion wares shop thing. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's hard being Salem. I mean, I am the smartest, the prettiest, the strongest, yeah, the best all round it. That's why I'm your favorite, I know. But sometimes I need to lie back and relax and listen to a podcast. And, well, once I've listened to the, our new release, what am I to do? Luckily, I come across this wonderful little podcast, Tales of Nerds and Dragons. They're from the, the Americas, over the pond there. Absolutely wonderful ragamuffin bunch, you know. Seven ragtag friends all come together to have adventures and create wonderful stories with such graphic scenery. It's absolutely amazing. And the sheer amount of shenanigans that they get up to really gets my goat. Now, I know they're not me. Believe me. There can only be one me, hence the reason I'm your favourite. But I feel like this, this podcast will really help you get your Dungeons and Dragons fix, if not your Salem fix. So remember, have a look wherever you get your favourite podcast from and check out Tales of Nerds and Dragons. They come with my seal of approval. And when it comes to seals of approval, Salem's is the only one you need. So, throughout the town there wasn't really any shops of that sort, but the marketplace looked to be quite busy and hosting an eclectic assortment of different goods. Minnow oh, will browse through the marketplace. A so farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a homegrown, no cruelty, um, vegan cow. A vegan cow. I don't think cows eat meat. 
Oh, that attitude they don't. <laughs> Ever heard of mad cow disease? That's <laughs> true. So yeah, the town market is basically right outside the smithy. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, Minu will look around for uh, livestock being dealt. Uh, give me a perception. Oh yeah, we're great at that as well. <laughs> Can't see a cow! <laughs> um, so normally you'd be able to see some animals in a marketplace such as this, but there doesn't seem to be any around. Uh, then we'll stop and inquire. Um, stop a passerby and inquire. Sorry, I'm looking to purchase uh, livestock. Uh, are there none in this market today? To purchase livestock in this climate. In this economy? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, all the animals are dying as we speak. They can't afford to sell any of this. If you had any hope of buying one, you'd have to go to the palace. What about one of the dead ones? <laughs> you want a dead animal? Well, I mean, it could do. All right, then. How? Uh, you know, if it's died today. Um, give me a sec. She kind of walks over to a stall. Whispers into the store manager's ear, looks over and points at you, giggles a little bit, and then she kind of beckons you over. Uh, Minu comes over. Mm. So, Anthony here, he he's recently got a pig that just isn't making it. Okay. It's uh, sick, yeah? Well, it, it's more than just sick. It, it's got maybe an hour left to live. Splendid. Uh, that would do just uh, the trick. All right, then. I'll take a gold for it. Done deal. Pleasure. And he kind of walks around the back of his stall, back into the alleyway, and then comes back out dragging a pig that looks very much on its last legs. All right. Uh, Minu will start wandering. Um, like uh, Minu will, um, yeah, grab the pig after paying the gold and make her way back to the rest of the party. Um, say, Thal. Hi. Is it? True, the rumours I've heard about paladins being able to cure diseases and such. Ah, well. It might be more advantageous for us if this pig isn't as sickly as it currently seems. Mmm, I can cure wounds or spare the dying, but I'm afraid I'm not particularly uh, adverse in disease. Righto then. All right. It's cat paladins. Also. Do you want to give me a strength check for how well you're moving this pig? Oh, God. That doesn't sound smashing, though. Animal handling? <laughs> hey, go with animal handling, see if you can get it to at least try and walk on its own. Uh, I'll give you assistance on that since you were talking to me at the time. That's right. With 21, I think he's pretty fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Yeah. So, it's not fast. It is very much Baymax speed. <laughs> All right. I am not fast. So, what time of day would it... Oh, no, you guys still have errands. I'll let you guys go. What's that old saying about flogging a dead horse? I think I meant pig. Anywho. I'm unfamiliar with the saying. Later. Um, but do we see any shop selling uh, potions of any sort? Uh, yes, you do manage to spy a stall that looks to have a priestly type behind it. Salem, sort of. Over there we go then. 
Yep, Salem makes his way over. Oh, still on the back of Puppet. And um, Puppet looks across the, uh, the the potions, like basically in time with Salem's head. Like they both sort of just look heads in yeah, fully synchronized. <laughs> Blessings be upon you, child. How may we be of assistance? Salem ducks his head behind Puppet's, make it look like he's rubbing up against, just like as uh, Puppet sort of leans down, looking at the potions closely. Any of these healing potions? Why, yes. Yes, they. Yes, we have. As Puppet sort of leans back up, how much for each? Uh, with the city being as it is right now, and they being in high demand, we've had to increase their costs to 15 gold a bottle. Ah, good! Capitalism is its finalist. Well, I suppose that's the price. Um, Unfortunately. We've been commissioned by His Royal Highness to remove the threat at the gates and save the princess. In order to do that, I don't suppose you could bring them down to, say, ten gold apiece? I dare say, though, if your highness is the one to be commissioning you, should you not be flush with funds? Unfortunately, it seems to be, uh, funds upon delivery. Ah, I see. Don't misunderstand me, I'm not trying to fleece you, it's just the cost of making the potions are... Not cheap, especially scarcity due to the demand and whatnot. But I suppose we could make an exception and I could do 12 gold apiece. We have a deal. Excellent. How many's he got? Currently he has four. Well, take four then. Alright. So it's 48 gold marked off. Yeah, I'll just take that out of mine whilst I've got it here. Could I interest you in any of our other potions? What have you got? They're just regular potions of healing, yeah? Yeah, just the basic ones. <laughs> I was absolutely <laughs> like, damn, I'm coming back with more gold! Now, we have a potion that is particularly flammable. No. Uh, while it will not combust on its own, should something be covered in it and then combust, I assure you the effects will be quite the sight to see. Ah, so it gives it fire damage. Basically extra fire damage if you use fire on it, yeah. Interesting. And we also have this potion here. He picks up one that's kind of separated into distinct layers of colour, so it's got like a brown, silver and grey layer, like all separate and more than just one. Yeah. And inside seems to be like floating pieces of stone. What on earth is that? Now this this portion it um it remarkably helps you climb. It increases your the tensile strength of your your appendages. Oh. How much for the uh flame potion? Seven gold. Seven, you say? Yes. We'll take that one. Excellent choice. Is it just like a thing of oil? Uh, no, I'll let you find out just how much, how well it does when you use it. I'm not funny, I don't like getting a melee range. <laughs> you insane? <laughs> Give it to the fire cat. 
That that was precisely my thinking. So, uh, what's it called? Um, it's Potion of Grease. Potion of Grease. Grease. Yep. <laughs> Funnily enough, it's not coming up. It doesn't it's exist. <laughs> it's one that I have. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, don't just want to add that because I'm gonna give it to you in a second. I'm just gonna walk up with to uh, Pira after saying goodbye. Pira, present for you. Who's talking to me? You see a man in a suit with a uh, cat on his shoulder. And um, Salem doesn't hold it, but obviously um, Puppet does. He's like, what the fuck am I doing with this? Allegedly helps with fire damage. So what do I do? Do I drink it? Uh, apparently you put it on a melee weapon and you set it on fire. I already do that. Oh, fine, I'll give it to someone else then. No, I'll take it, fuck you. And I'll shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> Typical cat. <laughs> it's like, I don't uh, want it. I don't want it, I don't and want then, it. Yes, I do. It's mine. <laughs> and then knocks a cup off the table. <laughs> also, Pira and Hell holds out clearly a health potion. Well, thanks. Potion of... And uh, Salem will hand everyone... One of them. Um, can what the fuck was that noise? Um, can can him? Can Pira head back to what was it called? Vulcan's Hall. Yep. And get her glaive, please. She sure can. So Pira will walk in while she's pocketing potions in this tiny little fanny pack thing that she's got on. It's about the size of a fanny pack. Um, she just walks in and and says. Hello, is my glaive ready yet? Oh, hearing from the back again. The big cat is back. I'm a Leonin. God, you racist fucks. <laughs> and are you not of the feline variety? In the genus, yes, but there's a difference. Anyway, can I have my glaive, please? One moment. Kind of shuffles back, goes behind the hotly glowing forge, and comes back with a very aesthetically pleasing glaive that has now been... The like shaft of it has been embossed in bronze, going down fancy runes, and little indent in the top of the blade part. So like how the glaives in the middle have the little like sort of in concave indent. Yep. Is now fully emblazed in bronze. So it's got the silver iron on the outside and the bronze on the inside. Pure as people's dialect. Yeah. <laughs> and now, is it to your liking? What did you do to it apart from make it look prettier? Give it a couple of swings and find out. Uh, so do I put a new glaive in my inventory or do I use my current one? It is now plus one. Wait, but Minave already made it plus one. Magically, now it's, like, properly. So she doesn't have to keep, um, she can use it on something else now. Ah, cool. Because hers is, um... Okay, so, um, it no longer has my, um, fucking, uh, thing, um, on it. Ooh, that means I can give something to, um... (laughs) Sol instead now. Yeah, that was my aim. Free one of your slots for someone else. Yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. Great. <laughs> We're back on this bullshit of a natural one. Whoa. <laughs> I'm sure in more capable hands you would find quite the difference. I want to stuck in the door frame. You, you. So you kind of give it a swing, and it. You kind of misjudge how well it's going to slice through the air and you kind of clang it against the stone paved stone floor 
He's like, sorry. I'm still getting used to this. I mean, it's your weapon. I don't own it. Yes, but it's your shop. Ah, who cares about the floor? He kind of points over to the side of the shop neck, like near the forge, but not where he got the weapon from, and it's just like a small little crater sitting in the ground there. <laughs> oh. Accidents happen. Oh, I see. Well, uh, thank you. I'll try and kill this reader monster then. Best of luck. You need it. Yeah, no shit. And then, um, Kira will walk out. And as you do, he kind of calls after you and give Kyra my best. Uh, okay. Kyra, for your wondering, is still by the river. Oh, she's still there. She didn't come back in. Kind of just chilling in her bush. Manu's going to get there eventually. <laughs> Manu's making very slow progress with this fucking pig. Yes, you are. <laughs> that pig is very not fast. I've been moving my thing every, like, you know, one square every, like, five minutes. Can Pira just <laughs> catch up and, like, scoop up the pig and just hoist it over her shoulder? Sure can. Do you need yep. to check for that? It's just a regular pig and you're a barbarian. I don't think I need to check for that. <laughs> So yeah, Pyrrha like just comes up from behind Minerva, just picks up the pig and just hoists on her shoulder and just walks off past Minerva. Yoink. Literally. If if we get down there to the shoreside and Kyra's in that bush and there are people bathing, I won't be surprised. She's a creep. So are you. Uh, does uh, Pyrrha uh, tell Minerva that the infusion's no longer active or whatever? I don't think Pira fucking knows how you did that. <laughs> I don't think she's sm she's got a ten intelligence. I don't think she knows. Oh, how never you mind. Did it. I have I have a passive perception of fifteen. I've probably oh no, sorry, that's investigation. You perception can also, twelve. You can feel though that the magic on this that like you've got an extra slot for your magic infusions right now. Oh, you kind of feel that it's come back. Thal, what kind of weapon do you use? Why am I trusty quarter stuff here? Good old bludgeoner, this thing. And do you carry a shield? I do. Well, I can either infuse your shield to give you a little more defense if you would like, or I could infuse your uh, weapon to make it a bit easier for you to hit if you would like. Ooh, well, let's see. He taps his shell, he taps his shield. I think defensively, I'm quite all right, but uh, my quarter staff could perhaps use a little... Uh, uh, I wonder, what do you do? Is it like magic, an enchantment, or some kind of alchemy? Please uh, enlighten me. Uh, alchemy. Ah, I see. And what exactly would you be doing to it? Well, I, I'm using a couple of scientific techniques to properly... Well, with this particular thing, I think I would... Um, set about balancing and marking the staff so that it would be more able to accurately hit a mark you know uh binding and wrapping the staff so it's perfectly balanced and minna will kind of like hold the staff on her palm and like you know that thing where you like balance a blade and kind of find its center yeah i see yeah um better balance its center mass oh yes indeed i like the sound of that uh by all means okay embolden my quarterstaff. <laughs> Alright, um, so I will do that. You now have a plus one quarterstaff. And, um, and, um, do, do you have a mini for a pig? I can definitely get one. Woohoo, plus six. Talking to Zane. 
go there. Woo! Woo! Because, uh, I believe all that would be left now to do is wait. Piggy! Okay. Well? I don't suppose you want to set up any other traps, like crossbows, flying daggers, something or other? I could assist you with setting one of those sort of traps if you would like. Well, okay, maybe do four. What, what did you have in mind? Salem looks down at his clearly cat paws like, assist or do four? And you have the supplies. We're kind of running out of time here. Salem, like, yes, a puppet bag. Um, puppet puts the bag and just starts pulling out stuff. It's like, there's a light crossbow in there, got two daggers, um, a hammer, and just a random stick, apparently that's a staff. What do you want? The 50 feet of rope? Well, I'm afraid we're a bit limited on ways to fling the dagger at the moment with any form of accuracy. Without some form of crossbow or... Now, if we had a ballista, that would be quite something. Well, I've just got the normal crossbow, the light crossbow, unfortunately, I'll be... Mm. All right, uh, Pera, uh, are you going to put the pig down on... I dropped the piggy off in the in front of your feet at the sand. Oh, uh, Pera, would you mind... I... No, actually, pigs can swim. Minu's going to, like, lead the pig out to... here. Um, while Minerve is dealing with her piggy, um, Pera will approach Kyra and just say, Vulcan sends his best. Not Fogi. Gosh. Volgi. Fogi. You know him? There you go. Me. You could definitely say that. He's, you see, he's family. Ah. And you make these golden arrows a lot then? No, not a lot. I've just got a couple left over. From what? Oh, you know. Tinkering around. <laughs> Girl's gotta have a hobby. That's very fair. Thanks. Look at my glaive. <laughs> she like shoves her glaive like, look at this. Yeah, that that's definitely the old fogey's work. Does he do this a lot? He's an aerial cop. What? <laughs> I nearly said it. What? I nearly I said that. I beg your pardon. We <laughs> were Australian. It's just natural. I'm aware. I just it's like I didn't expect that to come from Kyra's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's an irritable old bat, but he does extremely good work. Australian Kyra. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, love. Definitely the Gold Coast be beach goer. Oh my god, she would be a Gold Coast beach goer. She'd be an influencer. And if you listening would like to learn how to speak Australian, check out Skillshare. <laughs> we don't have Skillshare sponsor. <laughs> but we should. But we, we should. should. Yeah. Yes, it's a very nice weapon. Thank you. Hopefully it does stuff. Oh, it will. Do you know what this is? And then, um, Pira will pull out the grease potion that Salem gave her. Kind of takes a quick glance at it. I mean, it's very useful for putting whatever you want to be on fire. On fire for a long time. So, a glint appears in Pira's orange eyes and she smirks. So how do I use it? Oh, let's take this river beast, for example. Smash the potion onto the beast, and then should you hit the beast with said fire, it's gonna go up like a bonfire. I like this. Thank you. And then she just walks away and calls out, Minove, do you need help? 
Minive's gotten the pig out there and it has just returned to the shore. Oh, no, I think I'm good. Uh, perhaps we could work together on that fire uh, thing, though. I don't find myself doing a whole lot during combat. I could smash the bottle on them and then you could hit them with a bunch of fire. I could, but that means you're going to be up there on the rock with it. Well. Unless you plan to yeet the bottle. The speech empty. <laughs> I hadn't thought that far ahead. Um, That doesn't sound like you. If only you had the catapult spell. Am I a prepared caster? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to look at my spells too. I'm like, no, no, I don't. Rarely anyone does. It's not that good of a spell. Oh, I do. I do. I do want another character, and that's the problem. Like, oh, hang on a minute. I've seen that. I am a prepared caster. You are? I am a, pre a prepared caster. Do you have catapult? No, I do not have it prepared. I'd have to but... do it tomorrow. Shit, how long have I been a prepared caster? <laughs> Probably since the start. I only play sorcerers, man. <laughs> and they get, like, no spells ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to working on fuck all and fuck you. Fuck all, fuck you. Is that in D&D &D or life? Like, what is this? Synonyms? <laughs> I mean, art does imitate life. <laughs> you walk into an art museum, someone just goes, fuck off. I was drinking, and then I wasn't. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to um, sit here and wait, are we? Um, Pira will turn to Thal. Did your prediction thingy come back? Thal is... Sitting on the ground, holding the amulet close and just very lightly chanting. Um, okay, Pira will sit down next to Thal and once again, like, dig her toes into the sand and get her tail to trace some stuff. Yeah! <laughs> Salem will chase butterflies. This is now an indie movie. An indie movie. <laughs> is Wes Anderson the director? I mean, obviously. Very good. <laughs> you got the princess, the prep, the nerd, the jock, and the weirdo. Hell yeah. I'm scared to ask who the weirdo <laughs> is in this group. <laughs> Alright. Um, as it gets darker, Salem will turn to um, Puppet and be like, Go back, wait with princess. And Puppet's like, Ugh, and just, just walk off. Go back to the castle. <laughs> Alright, so we fade tonight. I do not have dynamic fighting because it is a bitch to keep going and set up. Yeah, fuck that shit. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is now night. The moon is rising up. It's still not a full moon yet, so there's still time before the deadline. How much time? Um, you can probably guess, probably, you can't remember what I said before, so I'm going to say at least a week. Okay.